0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back into another episode of Ty Talk Live. Stacy Blackwood, joined as always by my good buddy Jake Thomas. Jake, what's happening, brother? How you doing,
1: man? I'm doing great. I uh, hope you had a good week. Uh, you and your family at the beach. Uh, you know, been been a while since we was able to do something, uh, but I'm glad we're back today uh, recording. We got a good episode for you guys, so uh, uh, stay tuned because it's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely want to stick around for this one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, had a great time at the beach. Uh, did not want to come back home. Do not want to go back to work tomorrow, mm-hmm. back to the real world. But uh, but looking forward to talking some Alabama football with you, Jake. Uh, big show, like you said, we're going to be talking, looking at 10 freshmen who can make the most significant impact for Alabama this fall. And we're not just sticking with true freshmen. We're going to go, go with guys who are also redshirt freshmen, because they are still technically freshmen on the roster. So going to be a lot of fun to kind of dive into each of these players. There's going to be 10 total players, so I think it's going to be a lot of fun to look at each of one of these guys and kind of what they could bring to Alabama in 2023. But before we do that, make sure you do like, share, and subscribe today, and then jump in the comments and let us know which freshmen you're looking forward to watching this fall the most. Uh, I have a feeling that Caleb Downs and Justice Hands are kind of going to kind of dominate that. But if there's somebody else out there that you're looking forward to seeing, please let us know there in the comments section. And we're also free and available wherever you find your podcast as well. So make sure you subscribe there. All right, Jake, this is going to be a jam-packed show. we got 10 guys we're going to look at. We're not going to spend a ton of time on each player because, you know, we don't want to be here for hours upon hours wasting everybody's time. But real quick, we're going to start with Jeremiah Alexander, a redshirt freshman outside linebacker, a guy who was a five-star prospect coming out of Thompson High School uh, last year in the, in the 2023 class or excuse me, the 2022 class, and a guy who came in with a lot of expectations. Some thought he may could even play as a true freshman last year, but, you know, Will Anderson was there, Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell. A lot of guys were still there, so he couldn't really work his way into the, the two deep, really, so he, he took that red shirt. Uh, but I, I really think the future's bright for Alexander, maybe not as a pure pass rusher from that edge, but a guy who can set the edge and play real physical brand of football, almost like an Anthony Jennings-type player there at the outside linebacker spot. What's your thoughts on Jeremiah Alexander?
1: Yeah, you're right, Stace. He uh, he come in as a five-star, like you said. He had, was oozing with talent. Uh, probably worked out best for him to take a, take that red shirt. Because, like you said, Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, Chris Bray as well, and even with, with Anderson gone, You need some – you still need – got a lot of depth at outside linebacker, but you need some other playmakers too deep. After, you know, um, um, Braswell and um, Turner get – you know, they need need a break. You need somebody to come in and and spell them. And Jeremiah Alexander could be that guy. And and just having him for an extra year, um, he learned the playbook last year, getting him more involved in the defense this year is really going to play wonders, I do believe. I think he's going to – be that second man of the rotation for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, you, <laughs> you look at the outside linebacker room and you mentioned Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell. I think we're pretty confident that those two guys will be the – the two guys that are on the edge for Alabama when, when the defense rolls out in Bryant-Denny Stadium on September 2nd. But then, you know, you look at the two deep, uh, you got to think that Quindarius Robinson probably going to be that third guy. But mm-hmm. who will be that fourth option? Is it going to be Jeremiah Alexander? Is it going to be a guy like Keanu Cote? Uh, mm-hmm. Could it be one of the freshmen, Keon Keeley, Yonse Pierre, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so Quay Roussall. So, they're, they're like you mentioned, the depth is there. But we do need some guys to step up outside of Braswell and Turner to be that next wave of players that can make an impact uh from the outside linebacker position. So this could be the year for Alexander to kind of break into that, you know, not obviously he's not going to be a starter most likely, but he can break the depth chart and in that first and second team defense and get some snaps with the first team defense here in 2023. And yeah. and you know, we talked about guys who uh Possibly could have played as a freshman last year, but didn't really see a lot of time. And the next guy on our list, Jake, is a guy who didn't really play at all, who really came out of nowhere this spring to really solidify himself as one of the top tight ends on the team, and that's Danny Lewis.
1: Yeah, Danny Lewis, uh, I was excited to see uh, A-Day. I mean, he he was all over the field. Um, you know, he didn't really get a chance last year, but we know how – how Tommy Reese uses tight ends and how he loves using tight ends. So uh, you've got to find, you know, your, your tight end situation, you know, your depth there, because you're really loaded at tight end with this team. Uh, you've got CJ drip has come in. Uh, you got a Nye uh, not black on the team who looks like he's going to be a guy to watch out for this year. But Danny Lewis, he, he could be the one who comes out and it sells as a, the next tight end to be drafted in the, you know, to be that great next tight end to be drafted uh, in the NFL, because he just oozing with talent. And like you say, just come out of nowhere. I was really intrigued with, with how, how great he would early on.
0: Yeah. He, he really was maybe the, the biggest surprise of the spring outside of the, the freshman duo of Caleb Downs and Justice Haynes, Jake, uh, he was the, maybe the most pleasant surprise of them all. He, uh, You know, C.J. Dupree was a little nicked up during spring ball. So was uh, Robbie Oot. So it kind of provided an opportunity for Lewis to step up and become one of those guys, and he really performed well for Alabama. I think when you look at Danny Lewis, he's one of the most balanced tight ends on Alabama's roster. And what I mean is he's a really good blocker, but he's also a really sound pass catcher. He has really soft hands. He doesn't drop passes. He's not going to run away from defenders by any stretch, but he's going to make the play that is, that is there in front of him to be made. So uh, he, he's a guy who's really come out of nowhere this spring but has a chance to play, you know, a big-time role for this album of offense in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, going back to the defensive side of the ball and back yeah. to the outside linebacker room, and I briefly mentioned his name mm-hmm. when we were talking about Jeremiah Alexander, and that's freshman five-star Keon Keely, Jake. <laughs> uh, you know, he, if he would arrived in the spring – like Caleb Downs and Justice Haynes, he would probably be talking about, be talked about in the same way that those two guys have been talked about. Uh, a guy that's just oozing with talent, 6'5", 6'6", 240, just a phenomenal edge rusher, uh, plays very physical for a guy his, his age and a guy who hasn't really reached his full physical, uh, you know, stability yet. A guy who's going to put on another 10 or 15 pounds most likely before it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't know, even with all the depth that we've talked about at outside linebacker of guys who are older and more mature players than he is, I don't know how he's kept off the field here in 2023.
1: Yes, yeah, Stacey. I was going to to mention if he was to come on campus or were to come on campus in the spring, you would probably start hearing him kind of replacing Chris Braswell as a starter. For for the season now, Braswell does have the experience and moving forward, and he's a great player himself. But Keon Kelly's one of those guys that I just don't know how you keep him off the field this year, like you mentioned. So I'm excited to see, you know, how they how they play him into it. and and if he works his way into potentially a starting spot on this on this year's team. Uh, I would say Turner's. Spot's pretty much guaranteed, but Braswell, as much as I really like him, I think he's the one that's going to have to take a fall, and he's going to stay up to date and and up, you know, with, with you know playing well to keep his spot because there's a lot of hungry guys behind him for sure.
0: Yeah, the the, the young players on this team, especially at the outside linebacker position, uh, are that they have the elite traits. And not that Braswell does him, but he's he's kind of a one trick pony, or that's what he's been his entire career. He's a pass rusher. He right. he doesn't have the the physical ability to to stuff the run. Uh now he did put on a lot of weight and he's up there one of the heaviest outside linebackers on the team now. But but how does he perform with that added weight? That's going right. to be something to watch out for this fall. So it really does leave an opportunity for, for some of these younger guys to maybe take some of those snaps, like you mentioned, away from him and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what Keon Keeley can do this fall. I cannot wait to see what he looks like in, in pads there in Tuscaloosa yeah. when fall camp starts. So, uh, looking forward to that. Jake, back to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and, and, you know, I had to throw in Ty Simpson, Jake, at quarterback, a redshirt mm-hmm. freshman. Uh, look, obviously, this is going to depend on how the quarterback competition goes because, you know, it could be a lot like last year for Ty Simpson, where he didn't really play at all, or he could be album of starting quarterback and. Then you're talking about one of the most impactful players on the team, regardless of class. So, uh, I know you feel a certain way about the quarterback competition. I feel a certain way about the quarterback competition. We'll have another episode about that specifically here real soon. But uh, what's your thoughts on Todd Simpson as he enters his redshirt freshman campaign in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, I mean
1: Todd Simpson uh, is a five-tool uh, quarterback. He can run. He can pass. Uh, you know, he's got great instincts. Uh, so. If he were to win the job, then I, I have no problems with him being the quarterback of the future uh, because, I mean, like I mentioned, he, he's he got the instincts. He's, he's a great passer. He's uh, very mobile in the pocket and get out and move. So, you know, if he does win the job, I, I'm perfectly fine with him moving forward as a quarterback because he he's got a lot of talent as well.
0: Yeah, and that that the quarterback competition obviously is something that everybody is talking about and wants to talk about. So we, we will obviously have another episode, you know, yeah. more specific about that uh, here in the near future. Uh, switching back to the defensive side of the football, another true freshman, Jake, in five-star defensive lineman, James Smith out of Carver High School. And, you know, his teammate, Quay Russo, could, could have just as easily been on this list as well. Uh, but but you know, due to time constraints we kind of left him off the list but yeah. but james smith guy uh jake a guy who i think has the potential the ability to be the next great interior defensive lineman for alabama the guy who's not just a good player but an, a, a disruptive player a difference maker there from from the defensive line spot for alabama something they have not had in a few years so uh, i'm looking forward to seeing if, if james smith can kind of work his way into more first team reps with alabama because like the outside linebacker room, there's a couple senior players or upperclassmen mm-hmm. who've played a lot of snaps for this album football program, but they may not have the type of elite talent that some of these younger guys have, like a mm-hmm. James Smith. So I'm really anxious to see how he kind of fights for for playing time this fall in Tuscaloosa.
1: Yeah, James Smith, uh, man, he looks he like he's ready. He could be a starter day one. Uh, he's kind of it reminds me kind of like uh, – Jaheim Otis, when he come in, felt like he could be a starter day one, and Otis eventually took over uh, halfway through the season last year. I really feel like James Smith may be the guy on the defensive line who could be the James, the Jaheim Otis guy who takes over midway through the through the whether that be uh, Justin Boyby spot or uh, a Tim Smith spot. So I uh, feel like Boyby and Smith, Jan, uh, Tim, uh, Jane uh, Tim Smith, that is, has got a lot to prove this year. So. Uh, Because I I feel like James Smith is hungry and he's ready to get on that field.
0: Yeah, he's nipping at their heels, Jake. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the good thing about the defensive line is that, you know, they're going to play eight or nine guys anyway. So even if he doesn't – isn't a starter per se, he's -hmm. going to – I'm willing to bet he plays a minimum of 40% of the defensive snaps this fall. Yeah. And so when you play that many snaps, Jake, you can have an, uh, just a massive impact on the team. And, and I think his presence is going to be felt for Album this fall. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to the impact that he can make because, I, like I mentioned, Album has not had that disrupt, disruptive playmaker from the interior spot in a couple of years. Uh, and if you can have that type of player in your defense, it kind of – it kind of covers up a lot of the other deficiencies you may or may not have. So, right. you know, if you remember back when Quentin Williams was was dominating the trenches for Alabama, there was a couple of spots mm-hmm. in that defense that were, you know, weak by Alabama standards. But he really helped cover that up because of his ability to make plays in the backfield. And if, if James Smith can kind of become that player for Alabama uh, moving forward, uh, it's just going to make that defense that much better.
1: I agree. I'm seeing, I, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how the defensive line as a whole uh, responds this year. Uh, but Jane Smith, James Smith in particular, you know, like you said, he may be a second, second rotational guy, but he's probably going to be seeing a lot of snaps regardless. So I'm excited to see how his future holds at Alabama.
0: Yeah. All right. Jake, the next two guys, I want to kind of bunch them two together because I think they can kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about Elijah Pritchett and Caden Proctor, uh, two guys who are, in my opinion, most likely going to be, uh, you know, competing for that starting left tackle spot for Alabama this fall. And, you know, it's hard to say that Proctor's the guy when Elijah Pritchett spent all the spring as a starter at left tackle. He started the A-Day game with the first team at left tackle. So – it's obvious that the coaching staff likes what they see in Elijah at the redshirt freshman. But then here comes big old Caden Proctor at 6'7", 354 pounds. Uh, You know, he's a lot like some of these other true freshmen on this list. I don't know how you keep him off the field, Jake. I don't know how.
1: Uh, I know it. You know, you know, Pritchett got got a little bit, bit of bad rap uh, during the 8 Day game, but Kevin still knew the, the weakness on that offensive line, and that was Elijah Pritchett. He was starting his first game, and he threw everything but the kitchen sink at Elijah Pritchett. And, you know, for a young guy like that, he kind of stumbled a little bit. But overall – I think he's going to be okay, but again, Caden Proctor. Here's Caden Proctor behind him. How do you keep a, a behemoth like him off the field his freshman year? So it's, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that battle plays out. Um, you know, so I, I'm excited. Both both kids, I do believe, have a bright future at Alabama. We just got to figure out where where to put them at on that on that offensive line.
0: Well, and here's the thing: we, we've seen Coach Saban kick future tackles to the inside and play guard right. before they actually play tackle. So that's always a possibility. You have Darren Dalcourt there at left guard. Uh, I think among the five players who are currently, you know, the starters there, he mm-hmm. is the weakest leak, so to speak. Not that he's a yeah. bad player, but uh, as far as, you know, potential and skill, uh, he's the least talented guy there. So there's a chance that maybe it's Proctor at left guard and, and Pritchett at left tackle. But do you really want two freshmen on one side of the football? Do they maybe look at the option of kicking J.C. Latham over to left tackle and putting Proctor or, or Pritchett at right tackle and the other guy at left guard? So there's there's options. The point is, the point is about these two players is that I think Album's going to be just fine with whoever it is at left tackle. Yeah. It's going to be fine there's going to be a little bit of growing pains, regardless of whichever one you choose, because they're both freshmen. Right. But I'm really excited about both Proctor and Pritchett, and, and I think Album is going to be in good hands, it, it, whether it's both of them playing on the left side, one of them playing on the right, one of them playing on the left, or however they decide to do it. Coach Saban and Coach Eric Wolford are going to put the five best guys on the mm-hmm. on the offensive line for Album this fall. And, you know, if, if, if one of them happens to not be the starter, it, let's just say Proctor comes in. Blows everybody away, and he becomes the starter at left tackle for Alabama this fall. I mean, I don't know if there's a better sixth offensive lineman in the country than Elijah Pritchett. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. You got. You got to feel good about what Alabama has there at the offensive line, even though there's some guys gone from last year. I still think this is going to be a much improved offensive line in 2023, and and you know Pritchett and Proctor are two of those reasons why, in my opinion
1: yeah i agree this offensive line looks like um especially you know we haven't had a chance to talk about the SEC media days yet stacy but but just the way jc latham uh carried himself in that and talked about how the offensive line is shaped up how he wants it to be shaped up this year this offensive line is about to get nasty and physical again in the trenches something that felt like we've been missing the last couple of years so I, i'm excited to see you know, the improvement of that, you know, all talk is one thing, but you've got to put it forward on the field. So let's see if if the talk and bats it up and they back it up on the field. And, but like you said, the, the job of Eric Wolford has done just shaping this offensive line has been amazing.
0: Yeah. And I feel like this is probably a show that we need to do again in the future, kind of looking at this offensive line, yeah. uh, you know, kind of preview that position before we, getting to the season, which is just about six weeks away. So we'll be here before we know it, but just three, three more guys left, Jake, uh, uh, two more defenders and one more offensive player. Uh, but we're going to, the next guy is Earl little, the second Jake, a guy who looks like he's going to be the starter at the star position for Alabama here in 2023, taking the spot of Brian branch. who is now, uh, with the Detroit Lions after being selected in the second round of, of this year's draft, uh, he really showed out in A-Day, Jake. Uh, you know, had a beautiful interception of Ty Simpson that was, you know, it wasn't a bad throw or nothing, just an incredible play by Earl Little. Uh, you know, 90% of the time that was going to be either a touchdown or an incomplete pass, and somehow Little made that interception on the play. But a guy who the coaching staff was raving about last year mm-hmm. until he got an injury and was out the entire year, so he took that red shirt uh, but was right away thrown into, into a starter role in the spring uh jake and you know held on to it all throughout spring practice and appears to be a guy who can make an impact for alabama in 2023
1: yeah i'm really really excited about earl little uh junior he i think there's a second now i forgot exactly what it is but you know he he come on campus like you said and he was really talented tal- uh, talented and touted uh when he stepped on foot and then he got uh, on campus and then he got hurt but uh you know, you talk about that interception a day, man. Like that was a perfect pass from Todd Simpson, and then another perfect play by you know Earl Litter. It, it was incredible. So and, and you know, we have talked about that many times, how we just have not had those knots, the non offensive touchdowns, uh, you know, in the last couple of seasons. Interceptions is one of the big things you've got to get to help your offense out, especially with potentially a a new and young quarterback coming in. So if Earl Little can can be a catalyst in that secondary and get those interceptions, uh, same way with Kool-Aid, I, I think we're going to be okay. But Earl Little, I, I'm excited to see what he brings this year.
0: Yeah, he's going to be a, a big piece of this album of defense mm-hmm. this fall. And, uh, you know, for, for the coaching staff to put trust in you to play that star position as a redshirt freshman, mm-hmm. that means they like you, they believe in you. And I think Earl Little's got a bright future for Alabama. A guy like you said is going to help this defense return to that takeaway style of football mm-hmm. where they, they force turnovers, they get non-offensive touchdowns, which really turn the game around in their favor. So uh, looking forward to seeing what Earl Little can do for Alabama this fall. Uh, mm-hmm. then, last offensive guy of the day, Jake, Justice Haynes, a freshman running back from Buford, Georgia. Uh, you know, nobody's really talking about him. <laughs> no, I, yeah, right. Just, Jake. The last
1: two guys I don't think anybody's talking about. <laughs>
0: it's crazy, man. <laughs> the, these yeah. two guys, uh, you know, we might as well just kind of bundle them together, Jake. Yeah, Justice yeah. Haynes and Caleb Downs, mm-hmm. two guys from the state of Georgia, true freshmen who showed up at Alabama ready to play. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're ready to be starters for Alabama, which think about that, starters – at the University of Alabama the sure, moment sure. they show, the moment they showed up on campus basically uh, both both of those guys arrived to be able to practice with the team uh, in December for the bowl game against uh, Kansas State and both guys just they wowed the coaching staff they they, mm-hmm. they could and, and their and their teammates yeah. they could not believe what they were seeing from those two guys uh, so they were they were they were built for bama and now they're being built by bama uh, <laughs> to, to be some of the next great players uh in album football history and you know from justice haynes perspective you know obviously there's some some elder statesmen like jason mcclellan and rodell williams and even jam miller that are possibly ahead of him as far as experience goes but jake as far as talent uh i don't think there's a more talented guy in that running back room than justice haynes and uh much like caden proctor much like keon Keeley, and some of these other true freshmen james smith uh you, you gotta play him right you gotta play your best guys. And uh Justice Haynes is already up there with some of the you know, being one of the best players on this team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I can see by the end of the season he's if he's not the number one guy, he, he's sharing time, you know, probably twenty-five to twenty-five, you know, carries from Jace and and, and uh um, Haynes, you know, something like that. And then Jam Miller probably getting, you know, the rest of that. Uh, it's kind of interesting. We'll have another another topic we need to talk about is this running back situation because uh another true freshman coming in richard young what does he fall into place at and then where does this leave like another classman, like you said in Roydale williams you know i i really like Roydale but with all this talent coming in and then how miller and have haynes have played this spring where do you put him at so you know i i hate to see i hate to say that but we're, we'll have to look into that, but going back to Haynes, man, yeah, he he's another guy who's just ready to to start day one, it seems like.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll touch on Rodell Williams for just a second. Uh, I think there's a place for him on this team because there's not a – he does something better than anybody else in this roster. Uh, the, the, the first thing is that he protects yeah. the quarterback and pass pro. He is – Jake, he's as good as anybody in the country at that. Mm-hmm. And that that's just not that's just not me with my crimson colored glasses on. You you, you watch the tape. He stonewalls his dudes yeah. in pass pro. So there's there's going to be a place for him on this on this team and in this rotation. He's also really good in short yardage situations and goal to goal situations. He finishes those plays really really well. So there's a chance you could see him in those type scenarios. But other than that, Jake, it's going to be Jace McClellan, Jam Miller, and and and. Uh, uh, Justice Haynes and maybe like you said, Richard Young, that are really toting the rock for Alabama. Just an uh, unbelievable room they have, and, and Justice it. Haynes is is really he turned. I think uh, what, it, what was going to be a a really good running back room into what could possibly be the best running back room in the country.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that one hundred percent.
0: All right, last guy, Jake Caleb Downs. Uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't even know. Where to begin or where to end with Caleb Downs? Um, he's just special, Jake. Uh, he's he's a, he's a Minka Fitzpatrick special. He's uh, you know, uh, you know the way Jalen Hurts made an impact as a true freshman. He he he's going to be that type of player for Alabama, barring an injury. He's mm-hmm. just different, man. He's built different. He plays different. He's his instincts are off the charts. It's just. Yeah. He literally just sees the play happen in slow motion, and he make and he's there to make the play. Uh, you know, me and you talked off air after we we seen him play in the eight game, and and after you know talking to people who are who are in the know who've who've seen him up close and personal. Uh, I I don't think it's crazy to say that Caleb Downs is is already one of the top ten players on this album roster, maybe top five. Mm-hmm. As a freshman, freshman, and he hadn't even played a real game yet. (laughs) Yeah, and I and I know it's it's easy to say all these things after he you know before he's played an actual game, but I'm I'm not just saying it to say it. I'm saying it because I believe it. And the dude's just special, Jay. He has a chance to be. I I hate to even say it, but I it's what I it's what I believe. I don't get on here. I don't get out on here and spout nothingness. Stuff I don't believe, stuff I don't think is true. Caleb Downs has everything you need to be an all time great. Yeah, he I does. Agree. I mean, he, he, in, in three years, we could be looking at him the same way we looked at Will Anderson Jr. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's, he has a chance to be an all time great.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, 100%, Stacey. Uh, two things I want to mention about, and really, you could throw um justice haynes in this as well but there's been a narrative all throughout sabins history at alabama and it makes no sense because Saban braces it every, you know Saban and alabama breaks it every single year that true freshman does not play for alabama well we're supposed to have two you know that that's probably supposed to get significant timing mean, one's really going to start you know and that's cather downs but that's the thing stacy it's crazy you talked about how he, as soon as he stepped on campus, he was already starting with the first string offense. I mean, that is how how much this you know this team and the coaching staff believes in him, and he's just pretty much stepped up like he's a fifth year senior on this team, yeah. uh, his his instincts and all that. It, it's incredible. So he's a true freshman now. When he gets his junior season, I mean. I, He's probably going to be the number one player in, in America. I mean, I just have that, that feeling about it. He may be the number one player in America next year. Yeah.
0: Here, so. yeah and, and I'm not saying he's the most, as far as athleticism, and mm-hmm. that he, I'm not saying he's the most athletic guy on the team. I'm just saying, as far as being a pure football player, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a better one on, on this roster than Caleb Downs. I'm, right. su- I, I, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it's crazy to talk like that before the season starts and before the dude has ever played a down for Alabama in, in, in a real game. But uh, everything we've seen personally, mm-hmm. and we've seen some stuff that other people haven't seen, and everything that, that we've been told, mm-hmm. um, he's just different. Yeah. Uh, that's the only way you can explain it to people who haven't seen it yet. He's just different.
1: Yeah, and he's going to be a leader of this defense for the next several years for sure, and I'm glad of it. He's another guy that we talked about bringing those knots back. He's going to be another catalyst in that, I do believe.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, I think guys like, you know, obviously Kool-Aid shuts down one side of the field. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a battle going to go go on for the corner opposite of Kool-Aid. But you look at, at, you know, you got Malachi Moore. When he's healthy and playing at his best, he is he is a playmaker. He's he forces turnovers. He makes the the splash plays. Caleb mm-hmm. Downs is that type of player. The Earl Little Jr. or the second, whatever he is, appears to be that type of player. Yeah. So um and, and then you think about guys who are going to be battling for spots like the you know, Jalen Key, Trey Amos, the transfers. Mm-hmm. You got Christian Story in there as well, a guy who seems to always get an interception. <laughs> every time he's, I mean, like he's got yeah. an kind of interception, like every A day he's been a part of. So uh, it's uh, just he's one of those guys. He's an, he. Well, I can tell you why, Jack. He's a coach's son who has incredible instincts. Right. Not the most naturally gifted athlete, but just an just a football player with great instincts. And uh, I, I think that that secondary is going to look a lot like it did, you know, in the Eddie Jackson, Marlon Humphrey days, mm-hmm. uh, when they were in Minka Fitzpatrick days, when they were forcing turnovers. And making splash plays for this album of defense, setting up the offense to be more successful. So, uh, looking forward to seeing what what Caleb Downs can do in his freshman campaign because uh, he's already he hasn't played a down, but he's got some lofty expectations, and uh, I really believe he's going to live up to it.
1: Yeah, I, I think he will too. He's just that type of player. I feel like, and he's you know those expectations are way up here, and he's going to exceed them by you know just because he's just that type of guy.
0: It, it certainly feels that way no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Well that's that's the 10 freshmen that we believe are going to be the most impactful here in 2023. If there's somebody we left off the list, jump in the comments and let us know because I'm sure there is. I mean there's 100 and something guys on this team. <laughs> you know if you count yeah. the, the the non-scholarship guys as well. So mm-hmm. uh let us know your thoughts in the comments, like, share and subscribe today. Uh you know our channel continues to grow. You know it's 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 amazing Jake how we've We've come this far, Uh, you know, went from having a couple subscribers on YouTube to now well over 2100. So thank you. Thank, thank you guys for that. Mm-hmm. Just, just amazing. Uh, I know it's really not because of, of, of us. We're just two guys talking football. Mm-hmm. It's because you, the fans continue to support us. And uh, we greatly appreciate that. Cannot wait to football season, Jake. Uh, like we said, less than six weeks away. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, th- they'll start practice here like in t- I don't know two weeks from yeah. I think two two weeks from sometimes toward the end of this week is okay. It's when they'll begin practice somewhere around August third or so is when I expect them to to start practice. An official date hadn't been released yet, but that's that's what we're anticipating. But uh, you know, it's they'll just, yeah, it's I mean, it's it's back. SEC media days is wrapped up, so uh, we're just right around the corner from fall camp and before you know it, the season will be started, and Middle Tennessee State will be rolling into Bryant-Denny Stadium, and we'll kind of find out what this Alabama team is going to be made of.
1: That's right. Man, I'm excited. The season can not get here quick enough. It, it's, you know, a lot, it seems like it's a long off season. We've been here every step of the way, just filling you guys in. We had our depth chart pred- predictions. You know, that was real fun. Uh, we, we're still going to be here until the season starts uh, with some more great content, so I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I think there's a couple things that that are must-dos before the season starts. I think we obviously need to take a deep dive into the quarterback competition, give our official predictions for how that's going to go, uh, and also, like you mentioned, the running back room, and then also look at that offensive line and how we think it will look, uh, you know, come September 2nd against Middle Tennessee State. But uh, mm-hmm. until then, uh, make sure you do like, share, and subscribe today. Uh, you can find us wherever you find podcasts as well. Uh, we're free and available everywhere. We don't charge you nothing. Doesn't cost you anything to, to watch or listen to our content. So uh, please do us a favor and hit that, hit that subscribe button. But that's going to do it. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back soon, but until then, roll tide.
1: Roll tide.